0: Good day everybody, and welcome to Encore at the House of Mario for our very first monthly game gathering. All about Kid Icarus on the NES. The talk all about that is uh, three very special guests from the House of Mario Discord. Very excited to talk to these boys. It's been a been a while. We got Tam. How you going, my friend?
1: Always great. It's always a pleasure to be on and talking to you, Drew. So thank you very much. Well,
0: thank you very much. Yes, it's always nice to see your face, and you're a surprise. We've been sort of talking back and forth, you know, for a couple of days now, and you just popped up now. So that's that's a <laughs> fantastic surprise. but made me very happy when I saw that you were jumping on.
1: Oh, I saw the notification on the Discord channel, and I was like, oh, I have some spare time. What's this all about? <laughs> oh, Kid Icarus, I like that game. Why not? Let's talk
0: about it. Yeah, why not? No, take the opportunity while it's there. You know, you might not get an invite ever again. So, <laughs> well, uh, got- it's
1: been a couple of years since you let me in. So,
0: has it been a couple of years? That's no good at all. That's a, uh, that's just you know, COVID. You got to you got to be careful. How's it are? It's just been Bryce and I for a little bit. Yeah, Wacko Jacko, how you going, my man?
2: Bloody cold.
0: Money cold. Oh, you got the hoodie I mean, on. It is winter. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, look, we're waking up. I don't know. I know you're in South Australia, but you're close enough to Victoria. It's uh, mm-hmm. been about two degrees, one degree each morning. So you
0: know. Oh. Got a rug up. So, what's your situation in sort of your computer room there? You know where you play your games and you do your so, Twitch streaming.
2: Yeah. So, for what you can see on the video, the or the video format is, I've got my guitars behind me, and then there's just a rocking chair for whenever I feel like having a rock. <laughs> yep no pun intended but you know and uh <laughs> rock and yeah, roll this <laughs> is basically the spare room it's, i've just turned into like a my kind of cave i guess you could call it mm-hmm. so monitor here monitor here big ass computer tower there baby toy there <laughs> it's just it's got everything in this room it's uh yeah does the, does,
0: the job. does the rocking chair actually work for like serving your baby? That's what it's for, I yes. assume. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah, but it's a bit dangerous because she's at the point where she's like, oh, I want to jump off the edge. And you're like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: Yeah, um, we, we, we got a rocking chair. Like, it does not work. He's like, no, nah, this, ain't, this ain't it, dad. <laughs> you're standing up or it's nothing, all right? You're going for a walk yeah. around the house.
2: Yeah, oh, Well, you're the choice of parenthood, yeah, you figure out what's best for your child and what's not.
0: Mm, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, speaking of uh, dads, we got Sam, hey, we've got uh, another dad in the house, soon to be expecting. <laughs> Very exciting. How are yeah. you going, Sam?
3: Yeah, good, good. Uh, get as much uh, gaming time as I can in now before I have three kids because... But I don't get as much with two, so I don't think it's gonna get any easier with three. So <laughs> mm. yeah, so but, uh, that's that's a good
0: question actually. Like he- with your limited gaming time, I assume being like a, you know a worker and everything as well, do you get much time to sit in front of your TV and play on a, another console, or is it all just like switch just like five minutes here and there when you do get an opportunity?
3: Um yeah, pretty much just switch at the moment. I, I tend to during the week I don't play as much. Mm. games because i I like to when i do play you know sit down for and get like an extended amount of time um playing so you know during the week i tend to watch a lot more television and and movies you know just that type of stuff and then on the weekend that's when i can kind of really you know friday night saturday night stay up a bit later and um yeah you know get as much in as i can then i um I, i do play a lot of switch but you know a bit of xbox as well you know so just whatever i can kind of get my hands onto at the time yeah yeah that's that's what i'm noticing like e-
0: even with my partner i thought it was hard just like oh look i don't want to take the whole tv just to uh satiate whatever the hell i'm playing especially like s- some stuff on switch some jrpgs i'm like you don't need to be seeing these you will think very differently of, of me <laughs> if you see what i'm playing i was playing a <laughs> Playing Atelier Sophie too, and you know, it's a very weeby game. And I was playing that on the TV, and she just comes and goes. What are you playing? I'm like, yeah, no, nah, I probably shouldn't have put this on the TV. Eh? <laughs> I probably should have kept this in my lap on handheld mode. But nevertheless, guys, it's uh, I'm very happy to see you here. and We're talking about Kid Icarus, and this is a, a game that I don't know. I I hold near and dear to my heart, not because I played it back in the day. This is a game that's a lot older than I am, but you know, I, I fell in love with the, the main character Pit through Super Smash Brothers Brawl, and sort of went back and checked it out. I Can't remember if it was before Kid Icarus Uprising on 3DS or um, yes. or not. I can't remember if it was before then when I played it, but definitely a game that I enjoyed jumping into for this uh, game gathering. And I guess we'll just go around the sort of uh, I going to say the table, but. The, uh, the Brady Bunch squares that we're seeing here on Restream. <laughs> like uh, what, what our first experience was with the game, whether we played it on original hardware or we dived into it just for this show or what, but we'll start with Tam. What's your first um, sort of experience with Kid Icarus?
1: So my first experience with Kid Icarus was the 3D classic version on the 3DS. And I think that's probably the best way to play the game in my view. And, I might be wrong, but I believe it was a pre-order bonus for Kid Icarus Uprising at the time. Oh. And that's how I. Because it was one of the first 3D classic games, which, yeah. um, for those who don't know, it's very much just rebooting old NES games with more, or more cut, co- a wider color palette and you, the 3D effect. And I just really fell in love with it because I saw it as a game that you could very much see the Metroid influences in it and the the Zelda influences in it. It's very much that early Nintendo NES game from a game design point of view. And I, I think it really does hold up if you play it today.
0: Mm. Yeah, definitely. Like those uh, NES classic games on 3DS, they were really good. Like they looked awesome in 3D. Like if, if you're pointing to 3D games on 3DS, I'll probably point to like Mario 3D Land and those 3D classics, which is which is kind of funny because, you know, they're very old games. But they've done so well. Like, I remember Kirby's, Kirby's Adventure was also done in it and a few other games. And um, that was my first experience too, going to Kid Icarus because it was, yeah, I remember getting it for free or cheap or maybe it was just the first game to come out. I can't quite remember either. But, um, yeah, I think that was my first experience too. Not that I got too far into the game. And I'll, ask, um, I'll touch on that a little bit more um, when we get through the other guys too. But Wacko Jacko... What was your first experience with Kid Icarus?
2: Uh, so I streamed it on my channel a couple of weeks ago now. Um, I did it in two parts because I wasn't sure if it was one of those games where you can do it like as a quick session. Um, so, yeah, that was my first experience playing it then. And I will admit I was surprised by a few things, like considering I'd never played a Kid Icarus. I knew obviously because of Pit of Brawl and whatnot, mm. but never really got into like where the game, like the series came from and yeah. Um, so going back to playing the classic game on the Nintendo Switch online services that we have was uh, yeah really nice. Like it's it's good to have these situations where like oh what are, what, are, what, are, what are, this game was like back in the day, and then you go back and like the way you think games work today is kind of like nothing like how games work back then. Like mm-hmm. like so on the stream I was playing, um, I was stuck on like the third or fourth. Uh, area, and I was like, Oh, you can't go left, you can't go right. What do you have to do? Like, I was sitting there thinking, What do you do? And then I realized this you could jump up to the ledge and go through the wall and, and the other side <laughs> of the screen. I was like, Are you serious? That's all that, that that's what? Because <laughs> you can't really do that in these games, like new games these days, they don't have that kind of feature. Um, but yeah, no, Kid Icarus was really cool, like going back and exploring the game, like the original game, very cool, yeah. Um, you touched on it the briefly atama was about the metroid and the kind of vibes that they have like when i saw the metroid like enemy i'm like does people know about that that's a metroid <laughs> in kick <Kick-In-A-Gurus?"> Like <laughs> it absolutely blew my mind and then i think someone told me on stream saying that basically metro um they used the same engine for both metroid and kid mm-hmm. i believe so yeah but, um, yeah, I had fun with it. Very good good, good experience.
0: Yeah, that's awesome that you could go back to it and actually, like, enjoy it too. And mm. I, I think I was there for the early part of the stream you too. You did. You told me. Yes. Oh, oh, I told you that, did I? Yeah, because <laughs> I found it so funny just like, where do I go? And, you know, yeah. just, just looking at, you know, just, a, I guess, a standard platformer. You can't just yeah. go from side to side. But no. I guess a, that's a way sort of game developers sort of got around sort of, mm. <laughs> yeah. of assets back then. Yeah, um, Sam. What about you? What was your first experience with the game?
3: Um, well, I played it, or oh, when I got I got a, a NES classic. You know, the, that come out, that come out a few years ago now. Hmm. So that's, but I already kind of knew about the game. Um, so I kind of dabbled in it when I got the classic, and I, you know, I didn't really find, you know, I wasn't wasn't really my kind of cup of tea at the time. Um, so you know, I kind of dabbled in all the games, and then. It wasn't really till we kind of spoke about this that I thought, oh, yeah, I'll give it another crack and maybe have a look at it from a different lens and, you know, and, yeah, give it another go. So, yeah, I, um, I have a bit of a mixed feelings about it just because I kind of, I grew up in, like, my first system was the N64, so I came playing a lot of 3D games. So, 2D games weren't always my forte and, you know, mm. I sometimes struggle a little bit with 2D games, um, and especially older games like that, you know, they're quite hard. I um, have to admit I used a lot of save states. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> Not alone. <laughs> yeah, you know, and um, and, uh, and a few walkthroughs, like, I just think, oh, I can't, I don't know how, like, kids would, you know, back in the day, like, they get this, They might, it's because you get that one game probably, you know, and you have, you know, you might only have one game every six months, so you just got to play it and they make them so hard because I just think, how did any kid possibly finish this? Like without, without the internet, you know, and you know. But um, yeah, it was. Um, I found it much easier doing it that way with a bit of a walkthrough and uh, using save states. <laughs>
0: yeah, um, I was no stranger to the rewind feature. That's for sure. When it came to uh, playing it on Nintendo Switch Online, um, just just making you know, it's your best friend
2: yeah absolutely <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't use any any save states just purely because the rewind was that that useful so I just go you just yeah that was a bad jump. Uh, back 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 <laughs> <laughs> but um I guess like my first experience playing it on the 3d classic and sort of like this with old games when you're going back to them you know you've got that that many games to play and you get to a point you're like okay' I'm, you know on onto on the next thing this isn't <laughs> I'm stuck or whatever and I always got to, like, the first boss level and, like, got lost all the time. And it was sort of kind of why I wanted to make it, the I guess, the first game gathering. I was like, no, I really want to actually just stick with this game and get through it. And I, I never actually knew um, until looking it up or whatever that you had to basically use the hammer on the, uh, I guess, the army like the, the statues, uh, I guess they are. Yeah, the statues of the of Palatina's yeah. army. I'm like, oh, mm. when you go around, and you fight the boss, and however many you collect, you can make it easier or harder depending on how much mm. of an army you have behind you. And I was like, I never knew that. I sort of just got to that point and went around for probably ten minutes. And I'm like, don't know where I'm going, don't know what's going on, <laughs> and I don't know if that's just um, that's just Drew being a big dumb dumb, or if anyone else run into that. I assume maybe not uh, yeah
2: i will admit like that first that first like i call it a maze like that first maze i was going past those statues mm-hmm. not even thinking what they'd be doing like oh they're just part of the decor they're part of the decoration of this place apparently but then yeah i was just like, mashing and and i'm like oh i've got a hammer all of a sudden like what do i use this for and then i was like it doesn't work on the enemies oh let's try the statues and then yeah obviously yeah
0: i feel like on maybe if you're playing on an original nes controller you'll try out all mm-hmm. the buttons you'll but like on the Switch or even the 3DS, you have got so many buttons yeah. that just don't do anything. So you yeah, don't. That's right. You don't think to use like the select button to like go no, between the different weapons. Mm. And I feel like you might have just yeah. As a kid, you're like oh god, what do I do? You just oh look, i I've brought up the hammer. What does this do? And you might figure it out that way. You've got a bit more time to sort of experiment. But when you've got um, 30 NES games and you just jumped around
3: Switch online, you're like, ow! Oh, I'll go back to Mario Three. I know what I'm doing there. <laughs> <laughs> Did anyone happen to look at the instruction manual? Like, you know, you can look at the. Can you look at the instruction manuals on oh. um, NES Online? Yeah, I'm not sure. You can? I mean, yeah,
1: you, you can. can like, yeah.
3: yeah, like, you because know, obviously, like a lot of games now, like, you know, there's all tutorials, like, that's part of the game. Whereas, mm-hmm. if you, you probably have to go look at the manual, and you probably, if you were to probably look at it, it probably tells mm-hmm. you all the, all these things that, you know, would make life a lot, a lot easier, but, you know, you just get going, like, oh, I don't need to look at that, you know? I mean, um, but it'd be interesting to see what it actually says, if there's anything in there that... Um,
2: I'm actually yeah. going to pop it up right now because you got me curious. My Switch is right here, so I'm just going <laughs> to just check the manual. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're like, oh, that's a good idea. Finally, work out the controls for this game. What's the manual? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, we don't have those things anymore. Oh, I know. Just Google. Google's the way to go these days.
0: <laughs> it's actually pretty cool because it has like the whole like... Obviously back in the day, like the instruction manuals were really sort of detailed laid out and um, a lot of the story context was in these manuals. Oh, and one of not-
1: the only stories in the manuals,
0: true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, yeah. But like looking at like the backstory and everything to what's actually going on in the game that basically Palutena and Medusa I guess had a, a bit of a, a bit of a tiff and Medusa wanted to take over uh, Angel Land, which is where Pitt and everyone else comes from. And the whole sort of premise of of the game is getting back to Angel Land and taking it back from Medusa. Um and it's it's like later with some really nice illustrations and uh all of that in the in the manual. So it'd be nice to actually get a get like a physical copy with all the manuals and that. And yeah, it makes me it makes me like, oh God knows how much it's worth though. I've never looked up the original Kid Icarus for like a physical copy, but it'd be pretty cool to get.
2: Mm. Manuals add a lot to the, the cost, by like, cause like you're talking about your GameCube, that dude who was selling the GameCube stuff. <laughs> yeah. Most of the cost was because he's got a manual and it's intact. That's probably why they sell so much because yeah, they don't make them anymore.
3: Mm.
0: Yeah. That's definitely a lost art. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So was this a, as far as like, I guess the Kid Icarus franchise go, did you guys play Uprising? before
3: this no. or? No.
1: no. I played this before Uprising because I think that's when it vaguely remember that's how it came out, I think. The 3D Classic came out and then Uprising came out. So that's the order I played them in.
0: Yeah. Try, try and uh, like, hype us up a bit. being like, hey, this is the old Kid Icarus game. you got to love the new one.
1: <laughs> because I think from memory, I'd have to look into it. I think it was one of the first 3D classics game and Nintendo did a promotion that if you had, if you registered, like, you know how those 3DS games used to have the Club Nintendo yeah, codes yep. in them. I think if you registered like a certain amount from particular games, you got a code for up, um, Kid Icarus 3D classics. I think that vaguely sounds familiar.
0: Yeah. I just remember getting it Yeah, for free or very cheap. I... It's really stretched my memory back to early 3ds, which is yeah. Um, I think
1: I think it would have been through Club Nintendo then, if you got it. I think because a few people got it for free from memory.
0: Nintendo 3D classics. It comes up with Sega 3D classics, buddy. Nintendo is not on the, <laughs> on the search engine <laughs> optimization, is it? Jeez, it literally really? comes up with that on 3ds. Jeez, that's no good. Well, I'm not going to dive into that anyway. Um, but yeah, so we get to I guess like the first uh, dungeon, and um, I don't know Tam. Did did you did you just like nail it straight off the bat? And be like, oh yeah, this is I know what to do. Or did you have to look up a guide, or you just figured it out naturally?
1: Well, I do have I do have to admit, for most of this game, I did use a guide, not for the boss fights, but uh, for the actual traversal of the stages, particularly some mm. of those later ones that. I I don't really understand how well you get through them with just a lot of time and trial trial and error and the old style uh, getting the grid paper out and chart trying to draw whether, yeah. what the map of the stage looks like because some of those particularly um, that overworld the overworld dungeon towards the end of the game is very very confusing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent agree.
0: Yeah, because I, I was um, I was watching a let's play and I think it, it took him like an hour and 10 minutes to beat. I'm like, oh yeah, that's pretty pretty easy. Mm-hmm. But by the time I'm mucking around with like rewinding time for every like silly death i have done. I think he edited this video too. So, you know, he, he's not, I don't <laughs> think he actually beat it that quick. I think he cut out his deaths, but it probably take me closer to probably two hours or so to beat the game. Yeah. But that's not too bad for the first go. It feels like one of those games like, Back in the day when you were a kid and you could just like play it again and again and again, you know, every single little bit, you know where to go, you know, um, you know, there's not too many like temples or whatever to like memorize. So um, it would be like a fun game to just go back and um, sort of kick off the shoes and see if you can do a speed run. I kind of appreciate that too. Like I would like a a game that (laughs) doesn't take you too long or is hard, but also doesn't take you 20 hours to beat. Um, so it's, it's kind of nice and refreshing just to go back and finally try this out properly.
2: Yeah. Um. The one thing I will mention: the only time I used the guy was for that last dungeon as well, and thank gosh because that was an absolute nightmare. Um. One thing I will say: um. The eggplants worst worst <laughs> enemy. Worst enemy. Yes. Like, what are you meant to do? Like, you become an eggplant. Is there any way of reversing? Because I could not figure that out. I just feel um, like you can just dodge.
0: If you go to one of like the nursing rooms, they yeah take it off of you. But I'm, I'm not sure. Gonna- I'm yeah, not okay. sure if there's any other way though. Like. It makes you pretty useless. For me, though, playing on Switch Online, it's so, like, ah, you got me with the eggplant. Right? Reverse. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's the beauty of it, yeah. Like, I'm yeah. not, not going to be out here being like, you know, I'm a, I'm a buddy hardcore gamer. I beat Kitty Icarus, like, mm. you know, without dying. Like, no, it might, it might save, but I, uh, I beat it without dying, but that's because the game doesn't know I, re- I reversed it every time I, yeah. I died. Like, there's so many times where I probably had, like, one hit point. And then, oh. then, I'm like, just trying to get through the gamma like, up. Uh, died back. Yeah. I uh, died. Yeah. Like, put both triggers in. Back, back, back. Mm-hmm.
2: Um. One thing I want to quickly say is, like, those in those dungeons where you're saving the army dudes, they were useless. They took one hit and then oh, we're dying. Yeah. That's... Like, I think the third <laughs> dungeon, I didn't bother. I just didn't bother, and I got through that boss. Mind you, that was probably one of the harder bosses. The third boss was like the harder one out, like, cause. Level four, I trying to remember. Was it the, 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 the level four boss was
1: just the eye flashing randomly across the screen and then it was spawning enemies or something? Because I think number, th- uh, number three is huge or isn't it? The dragon? Yes, yes, yes. So like, I, I, I think I used three army members and that was it and I didn't bother.
2: Like they took a hit and they were gone. So you just literally time your jumps and jump shoot the, the boss. It was pretty straightforward.
0: yeah. Yeah. I found like probably the, the the first one um was probably one the of the easiest. tougher ones. Oh really? Oh, it, it wasn't yeah. tough, but I'd imagine if I didn't have um all my little army men running around doing the job True. for me, I'm like yeah. that one seems like because uh, I think it was the third boss. It was just like jumping around and it killed. Yes, all, that's the dragon. Yeah, yeah it, it killed it killed all my men. I'm like ah well you just sort of stood there and I'm like you could see that it's going to go over you or you could see that it's going to run into you. So you just move your positioning <laughs> and. Keep boop, boop, firing off. And... That
2: dragon was so chill. Like, I didn't want to hurt him. I just want to watch him bounce across the screen. Look, he looked like he was having a blast of the time. I was like, oh, He wasn't
0: even after you.
3: <laughs> no. Was he? That's the thing.
1: It's like, oh, look, what are you doing here? I'm just bouncing around. <laughs> Mind my business. Yep, uh, you have to try to get killed by him, I think. <laughs> yeah, you do.
2: You do. Just, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. Also, I think um in the first dungeon, it kind of teaches you, like, the rest of the game. Like, you go through all these dungeons, um get as much much as you can the one thing i will say about the dungeons that i found uh, kind of annoying was that when you go to the shop like the little market the black market guy you go up there oh there's a hammer 20 dollars thank you go mm-hmm. down respawn reset Ah, oh, no hammer i i don't know if there was an easier way but i was constantly going back up and down or left or right in, in and out of the black market trying to get the hammers because i only had like three or four mm. and i need maybe like 10 or so just to you know, get as much resources as possible. But like, yeah, I don't know if that was something you could have gotten around, but like constantly going in and out of the black market, just waste of time. Like,
0: yeah. Yeah. I was doing the same thing. Just like, yeah. Trying to farm some hammers, just to yeah. get a bit more but, because I'm, I'm not, I'm like, I'm not that confident in my ability yeah. for the boss. So I better get some yeah. more help.
2: My question for you guys though, just like, uh, how often did you p- power up picks? I reckon I only did it twice. Because like you put, because when you pair up P oh. changes colour. Yeah. Yeah from yeah. memory.
0: I think um and is it
2: four times you can change? Is it the fourth upgrades the last one? Because I think I only upgrade twice.
3: Yeah, I'm I think pretty I, sure. I, I'm pretty sure I only did twice as well. Yeah. I don't think I did it that often.
2: No. Because you can buy the stuff from the black market also yeah. or from the um the, the platform levels there are shops opportunities but I never had enough of the currency to buy anything so mm. no. yeah I was like, very weak <laughs>
0: I'll, I'll, I'll like save my hearts but like I, I'll get I'll yeah. save up and I'll get something a bit better when you get to the next shop and that same item you want has got more expensive you're like oh yes <laughs> yeah. inflation's even hitting this game why <laughs> 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 I guess, though, with that, though, it kind of gives the game replayability,
2: which is kind of nice because it's like, all right, so I'll play the game this way. What happens if I over, like, if I power up a bit more, like, be a bit more conservative with my spending and whatnot? Um, which is kind of like, because you know how when I first started streaming that Kid Icarus game, I played the special by accident, not knowing, like, oh, this is not the full game, is it? And then mm. I was like, all the power ups that Pete had in that special it was like, whoa, you can get this in the main game? Like, how did you do that? And then, like, when you're Playing the normal game, it's just like oh, one arrow, as opposed to like having the three try arrows or whatever. But yeah,
0: yeah, that um, it's actually really cool they included that special edition because like you can mm. just you can beat the final boss and just roll through the whole game on a new game plus just with everything. Um, yeah. So if you don't want just the I guess old old school hard sort of experience, you can mm. do it with all the upgrades and that. Which actually I might do. That sounds like a like a lot of fun, just like just off the bat. But
2: yeah. Um, just want to say the final boss is very cheesy, very pretty straightforward. There was literally an S time when I was getting to the final boss, I was going up and down the D-pad shooting, and that was all I was doing. Yeah,
1: yeah, because it becomes a side script or becomes yeah. a sort of shmup. Yeah. It's <laughs> just... a very basic, uh, straightforward shmup. It's great. Yeah. It's probably the easiest boss, <laughs> almost to a degree.
0: Yeah, kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you guys reckon of just like that genre shift at the very end?
2: Yeah, I didn't mind it. Um, it was a little forfuring because I was like, "Any time now, I'm gonna get to the final boss." But because like they kept scrolling like two or three times or repeatedly, and I was like, "Man, if I was a kid playing this like without any codes or any cheats, whatever, I'd be annoyed." Because like I get to the I get to that last disposable level, and I kept dying. You have to play the whole game again, and I just yeah, it would. It was just too long. Like towards the get, towards the get the final boss, but I mean, yeah, it's fine.
0: It's fine. Got the
2: shield.
3: <laughs> I, I, I didn't get to the final boss, unfortunately. I kind of, <gasps> yeah, I kind of, I got about to world what three, four or something, and kind of just, yeah, it was enough for me. Um, yeah, I just, yeah, it just wasn't. I don't know for some reason because I didn't have any, um, oh, like link with. Kitty or Chris other games. Like I haven't played Uprising. Um oh, and I hadn't played exact. any other- yeah. up. <laughs> Neither have I. Neither have I. Game club.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: So I hadn't played that so I didn't, you know, it just wasn't really something, you know, I didn't grow up with Kitty or Chris and like, you know, you're saying about Brawl and that with you, how you know that like Pitt was a big you know, in Brawl and that. So it wasn't something I really I just didn't have this that desire to say, right, I need to finish this this game and I just got to the point where I, I said, oh, I've had enough. I've seen what I think is enough of the game and I kind of put it down from there. Not that I think it's a bad game. It's just a different game and I kind of, yeah, just I, it, it didn't give me that desire to want to finish it. Like I just kind of had my feel and said, yep, that's yeah. enough. And um, I found it, it was quite different doing like a vertical side stroll. Um mm side scrolling like we don't tend to have many games like that anymore that are you know very up and down based you know most of them obviously left to right so that was actually quite interesting and i did quite enjoy that and like jacko was saying about you know how you had to you go to the left to come out the right (laughs) you know you just it's just so simple and like you just you just don't even think about it i was just looking at the screen going where do I go? Like, what am I doing? Like, you know, surely yeah. there's, you know, and then it's just as easy as just walking to the left to come out the right,
2: you know? Yeah. It reminded me of that, um, the Mario brothers game where, you know, you got the pipes and the yeah. the, yeah. with the pipes. You just literally you go through the screen. Like I, like as soon as I realized that you could go through the screen, I'm like, Oh, this is like that Mario brothers game where you just literally go through the, yeah. Was, I, I love yeah. that.
0: I love the okay Mario bros. It's so fun.
2: That is kind of good. Yeah. They, I, they should do a remake? Or, is, like, has there been a later edition of it? Like, uh, is it...
1: technically, there's the Virtual Boy game Mario Clash. <laughs> which is basically oh. just there you go. Different. There's a nice
0: it's modern a version remake. for you. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a modern yeah, version. It's only
1: 1992 years old. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, ni- 96, oh. I think. Oh, no, six. Okay.
0: Actually, I've always, I've never actually looked this up, Tam, but. You'll probably know. Did the Virtual Boy come out in Australia? It didn't did it? Uh, no, it didn't. No, yeah. Oh,
1: wow. It didn't come out in Europe either. I think. Yeah. U. S. and Japan.
0: Yeah, because wow. I remember they had a they had Virtual Boys at AvCon, and I was like, "Whoa! i oh, will finally an opportunity to play this thing." It's like, yeah, cool. Yeah, it's not great, but <laughs> so everything I heard about it's true, you know.
3: What year was the Virtual Boy released?
1: Yeah, it's ninety five or ninety six because it was just it was before the sixty four. Yep so
0: Drew was a two year old he was not going to bust his eyes on that thing <laughs>
2: <laughs> no his parents would be too worried
1: or something like that yeah. yeah imagine if you're living in Australia at the time and your parents are like look we've imported this virtual boy for you from straight from America enjoy <laughs>
0: inject it into your eyeballs my son you will regret it <laughs> yeah but um, yeah, your, your point's fair enough Sam because like yeah, it's, a, it's a very much a game of its time it came out on the Famicom in Japan and um, uh, 86. So, you know, it's a very, very, you know, old school game and it's sort of, I think it's also one of those games too. If someone brings up like a hard NES game, you know, Kitty Chris, you know, it could be in that list. I know there's a massive mm-hmm. list on the, on the NES when it comes to that type of thing, but um, yeah, it's, it's definitely one of those. And um, I, I was in that sort of in that for a long time, but that's what that. Yeah, like I said, I, I wanted to get through it because Kid is, You know, it means a lot to me. Not because I got into it with this game, but with Smash Brothers and then Uprising. I thought, like, I, th- I think Pit's a really awesome character, and it's it's cool just to get his origin story. And um, it makes me want to go and check out the Game Boy game. I don't know what the hell that's going to be like. I haven't played it. <laughs> better,
1: <laughs> better grab it before they shut down the 3DS e Shop.
0: I might have already downloaded it at some point. I was. Back in the day, I downloaded pretty much everything, so i got no idea what's on that 3DS <laughs> at the moment. But, mm. yeah, I will have to.
2: One thing I want to add is, uh, like because we've had, there's only two Kid Icarus games this year, like the one on the NES that we've played, and then there's Uprising, that's the only games. It's the game. It's the game. Game Boy. Game boy. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, because, like, uh, Drew touched on at the start, uh, like, Kid Icarus made his debut kind of to the world in Brawl. Like everyone's like, "Oh, Pit, okay, all right, who's he? Never heard of him." But anyway, cool character. Except for his side B, but we won't talk about it. Um- ah, <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh,
0: deflects everything. It was so good.
2: Yeah. Um, subspace and Missionary, though it was amazing because obviously we've got like a story mode for Smash, and during when I was playing Kid Icarus on the NES game. I, I was noticing a lot of the enemies. Like, oh, these guys are all from the subspace. Because, like, there's the yeah, de- oh, yeah, yeah. what do you call the deaf dude? What's he is, he? is he got a name?
0: It's just the Reaper, I think. Just yeah, the from- Reaper,
2: yeah. Because yeah. he was an annoying as like enemy in uh, in Smash. Oh, like yeah. so frustrating. And then he had the floating eyes. And as soon as I saw the floating eyes, I'm like, wait a minute. Okay, they're from Smash. Yes, I've seen them in Smash.
0: Did Did and you then, recognize uh, that dreadful music? Yes, yes, instantly, <laughs> instantly. <laughs>
2: But, um, yeah, it's just cool to see like, um, how in Smash Sakurai implemented a lot of references to Kit uh, to the, the series despite there being very minimal games. It's just like like seeing in Brawl now, like thinking of Brawl now, like thinking, oh, wow, there's a lot of Kit Icarus references in those in that game, in that mode. So, um, yeah, even though it's been unrepresent- unrepresented in the gaming industry kind of thing, it's still cool to see that there were a lot of um, enemies and whatnot that were referenced. In, yeah, in
0: smash so and just like the actual pit character himself just like mm. he was completely reinvented like all, all they had was this game and the game boy game as well and then sakura's like, all right, let's modernize him a bit like his weapon was completely different that he could like you mm. know pull it apart use it as swords it's also with bow and arrow um i thought it was <sighs> really cool and um like going forward into uprising you do see these enemies sort of put into 3d with different sort of mm. movesets and all that Um, did did i
2: miss did i miss something about the three sacred treasures because in my playthrough of playing kid icarus i didn't do anything with them
1: like you collect them or something was that correct it's what you use at the end when you Uh, when you go side scrolling um and kill medusa oh when it becomes becomes a shmap yes okay because it's the shield the helmet and the The flight i think oh yeah yeah
2: Because I say because yeah because obviously we know Kitty Chris has got like five jumps in smash. I was like, does he fly at all in this game? And then yeah, that makes sense because like yeah, you collect them. I think because when I when I clicked on the um yeah okay shows you in the menu yeah, Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Shows you how many of them you collected.
0: (laughs) I'm looking at just like the enemy. I'm trying to find what the um, Reaper's name is because I'm looking at an enemy list here. It's Reaper. It is Reaper, is it?
1: Yes. And what it and it repeats what it spawns when it sees re-pets. you. Repets. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> and wants to kill you.
0: That's so annoying, but that's so cute. So I'm just looking like there's an enemy. It's just like the eye enemy. It's called Mono yes. Eye. I'm like, yeah. Oh, that's, you not, know, that's not very creative. All right, very, no, <laughs>
1: it's very creative. I liked. It. <laughs> I think the most creative name in this game is Eggplant Wizard, and it's also the oh, worst. Oh no, and it's the worst <laughs> enemy too. Like, the blah. enemy
0: with like the uh, the glasses and like the big nose. It's called what's well, it's called something Speckle. I was looking at it earlier. I'm, trying, I'm just looking at a list. Can't it's can't got, it's that got that no was. photos here. I need I need pictures here. Um.
2: Oh yeah, I think I remember. The, I think I know what you're talking about now. It only appeared in one of the stages, like stage two, maybe.
0: Yeah, and like it, like just like there's heaps of them. They just like rush at you. Yeah. Ah uh, yes. Yep. Um, I oh, was. Oh, did, I was gonna ask you. Oh, speckle nose. Yes. Oh, it's in the multiple areas.
2: <laughs> okay, gotcha. Um, did did uh, eggplant wizard make an appearance in uprising? I'm curious. Uh yes, yeah.
0: It's like it's. it's He's probably like the most iconic enemy in this apart from the Reaper, I'd say. Yeah, okay. Um it's been a long time since I since I've played um Uprising. Uprising. So yeah. I think he's, he's definitely in there. I'm looking at the wiki here now. Um
1: <laughs> Yeah, um Uprising basically recycles all the main enemies and bosses. Yeah. So like it, the, the, it like the dragons in Uprising. Yeah. yeah.
0: He, it looks like he does the same thing too. He throws um <laughs> throws an eggplant at you when you just become a big three <laughs> D um <Yeah>. eggplant <laughs> run around.
2: I was, I, was thinking, thinking, I was just thinking during the game for like who at the game thought, you know, we're gonna make a boss that's turned you into something? What could we use? I know an eggplant. <laughs> like why not? And that's the idea. <laughs> because you,
1: you I, useless, I assume. I, guess? I assume you remember Drew that uprising a- adds a new dimension to the character mm. in that there's a there's a new enemy called the tempura wizard, oh, and tempura. it turns you into tempura instead of an eggplant.
0: Tempura. I actually can't. Nice. I remember like a like a like it's been. It's been literally ten years, hasn't it? I probably replayed it probably a year or two after, but it might have been like eight years since I played played Uprising. I think I definitely was wow. on the replay of that game. Um, yeah. Did you
3: play handheld or did you play docked when you played this? Um, Dock. I played docked. I docked. yeah,
0: I played handheld because I was playing on a Switch Lite, so I could have a D pad. <laughs> I thought that'd oh, be nice. Yeah. Oh,
3: good idea. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, I think
3: uh, that's. Because I cause I played mine on the uh the Nest, Nest Classic, yeah. I think using the like the remote, you know, the old Nest remote, I think that oh. might have actually made it like hampered my experience. Like that was might have been one, like you know, playing it like that, you know, maybe not as comfortable. I was just I just thought about that just before thinking maybe like playing it on a Switch or maybe with like a Pro controller or something. I think yeah.
2: with the Pro Con, I had to use a D pad.
3: Yeah, I don't recall
2: using the control stick on it because a lot of the mm. a lot of the um uh, emulator games on the Nintendo Switch online they make you use a D pad. Like even Kirby Crystal Crystal Shards, you have to use a D pad, which is annoying. Yeah. But I guess it makes sense. I don't know.
3: Yeah, don't know. but yeah, <laughs> I think maybe playing it like that. It was a. Wasn't as enjoyable, maybe because I'm not used to playing games with that controller either. Yeah, and that either. would probably
2: be it. Yeah, I would uh, feel
0: absolutely disgusting playing a game like this with a analog stick. <laughs> <laughs> it feels so weird, especially like you know, just you would accidentally be like putting the arrow up and crouching and stuff like that if you're not doing mm. exactly left and right.
2: Yeah, that's fair.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, I, I will, one thing I will admit, like after I play in the game, I kind of with you, like there needs to be more kidy cross games. There's someone I know in the Splatoon mm. community who's a diehard Kid Icarus fan like you, Drew, um, who's just like... He's been crying for a Kid Icarus game ever since 2016, maybe? That's
0: what we do. And we like, cry. I f-
2: yeah, well, <laughs> what else can you do, really? <laughs> <laughs> but like, I feel like there is there will be so much potential because like, being the, uh, the Switch now, we've had a lot of games from previous consoles, obviously, like the Pokemon games are all moved over to the Switch now. Um, everything's on the home console. Like, mm. Kid Icarus... Like you said on the recent podcast episode of um, Asamari, you're like saying how, like, oh, you're saying how, like, oh, people are. Cro- oh. I didn't listen to it today. And I can't remember what you said.
0: I can't even remember anyone. what I said. So don't worry. About it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah.
2: Kidicurus, it should be Kitty game on Switch. I agree.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, no, I feel a bit bad because, yeah, I can't. When when I'm thinking, when it comes to uprising, I think of some very like pivotal moments, which I obviously won't won't say because you guys haven't played it. But um, just, uh, I was
2: ten years old.
0: I remember being sat there on my little blue 3ds, just (laughs) being like with my headphones on. No, 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 like the the original the launch model, which looked
1: And, and you were probably somehow precariously like using the stand with your 3ds and your. On your knee. And yeah, I,
0: it I I remember, I think it was, it would have been, I remember having the fireplace on, so it must have been, say, around winter, mid-year, and had, like, the family over there watching a movie. I would headphones on, sort of laid back in the couch. The stand that comes included with the game was, like, on my chest because <laughs> it came <laughs> with a stand because the controls were that weird. Oh, gosh. And um, I'm, like, there just, like, yeah, just playing it. Just, uh, um, you might be the that.
2: you might be the best person to ask this, then Drew. Then what what what's what's a good potential idea for the game if it was to come to Switch? Like, is there a good plot story? Is there a good like um, functionality with the motion controls? Could they implement that but better in the Switch version? What do you think they could do with a Switch game potentially?
0: Yeah, I'm not sure because like Sakurai, whether he j- jumps on it again or not, I don't think he will. I think he just took. I think he just had so many ideas because he literally reinvented this character. He almost made Pit and all these characters um, again, pretty much. Um, He took them from little sprites to full 3D models and gave them the story and everything. Um, So that game is almost a bit of like a... It's kind of like a retelling and a retread of like this game. Obviously, a lot more detail, a lot more characters interwoven into it. Um, But I haven't really thought about the story, but I think the gameplay definitely could come over. We don't really have an on-rails shooter. When it comes to Nintendo, um, on Switch, mm-hmm. um, like Sin and Punishment's only on like the 64, oh, yeah. um, service. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: Star Fox is dead. So Star <laughs> Fox is dead.
0: Don't
3: say that, Tim. <laughs> and, and,
1: and the thing is, I get very upset every time Drew and Bryce slam um, Star Fox Zero because I think that's a fantastic game. I never so played it. I, but I, I so never played it. But
2: I think it looks good. Well, I don't know
0: what. so th- this is this is what put me off about Star Fox Zero. So I never I never bought it, and you know, you, you know you know I like my Nintendo games, right? <laughs> but um, I was watching IGN's live stream before the Nintendo Direct. Like, oh, there's going to be a new Star Fox it has been confirmed, and they're talking about it, and they're showing off um, the GameCube games. I'm like, those GameCube games actually hold up really well. They look mm. <laughs> they look like a lot of fun, and I, I miss those games. So they're pretty much new games to me. Then when the Direct started and Star Fox Zero came up, I'm like, those GameCube games looked better. <laughs> like, for real. Um, but. Mind you, it was a Wii
2: U game there, wasn't it? So. Yes.
3: Blame the Wii U. It's fine. Just blame the Wii U. It's fine. It's not the game. It's the Wii U. But that's all right. So I'm, you, I'm wrong. So you reckon <laughs> that a Kid Icarus game should be on Rail Shooter or do you reckon it should be... A different genre, like, do you reckon that's the way it needs to go? To if it was to go, moving forward, or do you reckon maybe go back to another genre, a uh, side scroller, or you know something like that?
0: Yeah, it's hard because like you hear a lot of people like who grew grew up with this game on NES, and. They're like, oh, look, that Uprising game, that wasn't a kid Icarus game. I need that bloody hard game when you're jumping from left and right and just going straight up. That's a kid Icarus game to me. Not none of this bloody flying around bullshit talking to Hades. And Medusa, who cares about them? Palatine, she she can shut up. She's she's in trouble. You don't have to talk to her. Um, yeah, no, I've, I've sort of heard both stories. And, you know, with Uprising being 10 years old now, it's sort of getting a lot of nostalgia and people looking back on it and going, hey, you know, that game wasn't too bad. The controls sucked, but we kind of forgot about that and um, we're just going to remember the good things. Um, But I I think it would be pretty cool having like, this is just me thinking off the bat, by the way, I don't really, I'm not sitting there like really thinking about what my game design um, would be when it comes to a sequel, but it'd be pretty cool like having maybe like a hub world, maybe you're in Angel Land or something and you're doing whatever you do there, but... Like these on-rail sections, they are like moving from place to place and that is with Palutena's help because you're an angel that can't fly so you need her ability to sort of get you from A to B. So it could be something like that. But I quite I quite enjoyed what Sakurai set up where you could have uh, like you're going for a high score. It's like in Smash Brothers when you can set it to really easy or real hard and depending on that, your rewards sort of differ depending on um, if you're able to beat it on the hardest difficulty. Which I thought was pretty cool, and that was in Smash Brothers for 3DS as well, and um, Smash Brothers Ultimate from like the classic modes. Um, so she has Cause that's, a lot of that's DNA where with this, that,
1: because um, that's where this mechanic originates, really, for Sakurai. Mm, okay. Yeah, and, the, and the, it really works well. The variable difficulty, I think, it's one of the highlights of the game, mm. because you can decide to just do a playthrough on a, let's say, a level four difficulty, number four difficulty clear the game, and then you can go back and try it on a harder difficulty and see yeah. how you go. Great and for, as Drew yeah. said, there's, there's incentives on doing it at a harder difficulty as well.
0: Yeah, great for a handheld game too because you just like flip it open like, let's see if I can beat 9.0. Uh, no, all right, you put it back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's try 9.0. Five seconds later, yeah, that's why I don't try 9.0. Yeah.
3: <laughs> 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 Would the controls be fixed on a switch with a like a dual controller. analog controller yeah. or is it just the game design in general just is bad design? Um,
0: it it'll be fixed. Yeah.
1: It would be fixed because I guess it's odd that the way that the controls work on a 3DS is that it actually kind of works for the camera control in that you can flick hmm. the stylus and it switches faster than you would on a on dual stick but i think it could easily be transferred into a dual stick game Mm -hmm. you might lose a little bit of that reactability but i think it'd still be fine
2: you gotta remember too like the those games are kind of they had their niches like nintendo have their niches where gyro control or you know stylus control or whatever but with the switch i feel like they should probably not so much rely on that like allow for a bit more joystick movement and whatnot but I mean, that, we've got two joysticks now, so we can yeah.
0: do it. Because um, Uprising was originally going to be a Wii game. Well, they yes, were using yeah. like Wii dev kits. I'm like, that would have been perfect controls. <laughs> that would have been ideal yeah. for the game.
1: Yeah, Wii Mate it would work really well, actually.
0: Yeah, because oh, when I was looking into like my Steam Deck, when it when it would never come in because I I've, <laughs> I've, I've got scammed and I got a refund. Um, <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> learn your lesson, Drew. I <laughs> hope you learn your lesson. <laughs>
0: yeah, well... We'll see. Oh, maybe I'll jump on another scam and just, you know, just to really punish myself. But you can actually, you can like use emulators on that and use like the trackpads for like the touchscreen. Like, that's a cool way to play it. So you can play it like the top screen on the TV with like the bottom screen on the actual deck and all that. And that's that's pretty cool. Mm. But
2: yeah. yeah. Do you think for the new, if there's going to be a new uh, Kid Icarus game, do you reckon Sakura will do it or do you reckon he'll hand pass it off to someone else?
0: Oh, uh, Yeah. It's, it's hard to tell. No idea yeah. what he's Did up to. He,
2: was it him and the same Smash team that created, it, or was it him and someone else?
0: Do you know? Yeah, Uprising. Well, not too sure, because they went from Brawl, so that's um How yeah. Laboratory. And then um I believe Uprising was pretty much just through all um Sora was, Limited.
1: Yeah, it was Sora Limited. So yeah. Sora Limited ah, made okay. they made two games effectively, Smash Brawl and Kid Icarus Uprising, and gotcha. then they went to fun.
0: Yeah, it's it's kind of weird yeah. cuz in the in the direct like Sora Limited is still around, but he just uses it as like his company name and mm. he just works with whoever he I guess wants to he brings in contractors or gets another team at Bandai Namco to help him with Ultimate or you know whatever he's up to but it's kind of strange. It, it's it's sad because I I would have liked it just to just to keep making these goddamn games. <laughs> oh, he'll buy
1: him Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, that, that's right. Sorry, I just checked. It was Sora Limited is his company, which still exists, but it was yeah. Project Sora they formed, which uh, okay. I think Project Sora was them just getting other developers and oh. other Japanese developers. Yeah, yeah. And they, they hired them, put a team together. They did Brawl and they did Uprising and that went defunct. So who made the, the first Kid Icarus game then? That was... um Someone else, obviously. Gun- that was um, Sakamoto, I think. Okay. A Metroid guy. Or oh, no, was it, Gunpei? Oh. it was Gunpei Yokoi, I think. For well, yeah. the Game Boy. Okay. And it was the same team that did yeah. Metroid for memory.
2: Because they used the same engine and basically some of the same enemies, which was hilarious to me, but yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, and they feel. There's design things in the two games, as I mentioned at the very start, that are very similar in that, yes, I guess Metroid went in a different direction, the full yeah. exploration, whereas Kitty Icarus is a lot more linear, mm-hmm. but there still is that, there's still that element of, well, you don't necessarily know where to go and you can get lost, and there's that sense of getting lost, whereas I guess Metroid takes that to the next level of, well, it's even more difficult to navigate in time. (laughs) There's a lot Mm. more, oh, shoot a random block in the wall when you get an upgrade. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, And uh,
3: no wonder I get lost in Metroid games. I get lost in this. (laughs) So I always wonder with Kid Icarus whether if it happened to have got like a super metroid version you know as in it didn't get that super nintendo version that yeah. real, you know like if you know, whenever you hear anyone talk about um you know metroid they're always talking about super metroid like that's yeah. you know people say it's the greatest game of all time you know and you always hear that and that was just you know that super nintendo version of a nes game and it would have been really nice to see what they might have been able to do with a say a Super Nintendo version of Kid Icarus and if they had done that, whether that might have propelled it to be more of a, a mainstay Nintendo franchise. But so yeah. it just didn't, they kind of you know, I don't know what the sales were like, but it was kinda of like, you know, the the NES version and the Game Boy and then they just didn't do anything and it never really got its next go at, you know, on yeah, the right. new hardware to, you know, see what they could have really done with it. Yeah. Um
0: that's a great point, yeah, because like Super Nintendo games, they're just like the NES games but on steroids. Like you think like A Link to the Past, how much of an improvement that, that is. And I know look, I know, with Mario, like Mario World, it's a bit more divisive, but I think Mario World's a pretty big upgrade to Mario Bros. 3. Yeah. And like, the list yeah. goes on and it, it is, now I think back to it, it would have been really cool to have like Kid Icarus be in that sort of conversation as well. Super Kid Icarus. <laughs> it's probably yeah. out there. Someone's probably like, yeah, just done it's like probably a, a surely. Yeah,
2: definitely. I mean, someone made a was it a Metroid? Someone made a Metroid. Uh, was this earlier this year? Someone made a three D Super Metroid game for I can't remember what it was, but oh. they made it for an emulator. Is
1: but, is this how the there was a guys that made a Metroid game that what they think Metroid would have been like? Yes, if it was on that's the, the one. Oh yeah. Yes, yeah, that's the one. Sorry, yes, that's correct. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. So, there's probably a Kid Icarus fan game out there. <laughs> Just got to look.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. I'm looking at the sales for Uprising. It sold 3.1 million. So, mm. like, not too... like pretty modest, I guess, for like Nintendo IP. But, like, mm. that's, that's pretty respectable. good. Yeah, it is. That's of uh, December 2020. So... That's that's probably yeah. It, still counting. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's that's kind of weird how they're counting that far. And like, they're not the, the long you finished printing copies. But
3: well, when was it released? What year was it released? Twenty twelve.
0: Yeah, twenty twelve. I I remember it really well because that's the year um, at high school that you know I graduated and I remember doing like a an English project on it on the story. I don't know what the hell I wrote about, but
2: you <laughs> can <laughs> still find it. It'd be interesting to have a look. Because mm, it was like I, it
0: was, would- I think it was a lot to do with like a. A pretty prominent, like, I'm, not, I'm just going to say part of it, which I thought was really cool. Okay.
2: No
1: idea oh, what so I wrote you about it. Wrote, you, you wrote Eggplant Wizard fan fiction.
0: I did.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised if that's already a thing. I'd be surprised if it wasn't. I'd be disappointed if it wasn't, mind you. Eggplant Wizard walked up to Pitt and said, hey, Pitt.
0: I'm gonna turn you into an eggplant, happened? buddy. Ooh, look yeah. at that. How, how do you like that, huh? So purple and shiny now. and You can't use that a bow. Me... So
2: you know what's funny? Because like when I first saw the eggplant, I'm like, gosh, if this was made now, people were like giving this game crap because they're using the eggplant emoji, which is essentially, you know what, the representation of a paladin genitalia." Mm. <laughs> but I like I could not so like this this large eggplant's turning you into a obviously an eggplant. I'm like he there's a giant dick wizard turning me into a small wizard, a uh, small dick. I'm like, oh, what's going on in this game? <laughs> like
0: yeah. uh. Well, to be anyway. fair, you're not an emoji. You're just an eggplant. But if you t- yeah, just, if you turn right. into the actual eggplant emoji, it's just Let's covering your character while you're moving. Yeah. Then- Unless you
2: have legs, which yeah. is helpful.
0: <laughs> you just a yeah.
2: <sighs> strange. Strangest enemy I've ever encountered in any game, I swear.
0: All right. Yeah, because yeah. this one has a this one has a lot of strange enemies and when you play U- yeah. Uprising 2, you'll see you know a, f- a few of the more noticeable ones in 3D where it's like, Yeah. it, m- it might know shock that.
2: you. That eggplant is in the, in the Hall of Fame of weirdest enemies. So, <laughs> Just, yeah.
0: so let's talk about the endings because it's got four endings to this game.
2: Oh, was that four endings? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And
0: it sort of depends on like uh, h- how many how much criteria you hit along the way, oh, which is pretty yeah. cool. I think it's actually a really cool thing. So it depends on whether you max out your hearts, so up to uh, 999, whether um, you max out your health bar, there's up to f- uh, five segments, uh, max out your arrow strength, there's five strengths of arrows, possessing all enchanted weapons, so the fire arrow, um, protective crystal and sacred bow. So the worst ending... Would be if the player does not fulfil any of these requirements, and the bad ending would be if you've only fulfilled one. And um, oh yeah, so if sorry, if the worst ending, you just uh, you become a farmer. Palatina makes you a farmer, and I guess you go back <laughs> yeah. and that's all you do.
1: And you get a sequel. You get the sequel, but you're a farmer. <laughs> oh, I
3: think that's so is right. that what you did, Drew, in a
1: past laws?
0: <laughs> yeah that's right <Ronald's. laughs> I got the Palutana she's like ah you're still shit alright you didn't get you didn't have as much money as I wanted you to have
2: that's good <laughs> I reckon I got the sick of my game through in my gameplay
0: so you reckon you got the bad ending the second yeah. the worst one so if, yeah, the, if the player that. has fulfilled one of the requirements Pete will be given a helmet uh, becoming an average troop in Palatina's army so well done you're an average troop and I'm just a bloody farmer <laughs>
2: <laughs> nothing wrong with that. At least you're something. We've got, we've got to eat somehow.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So it's it little. doesn't work the same like with a uh, like your occupation, does it? It's just like oh, you got the worst ending. You're an electrician. You know why is it always the farmer that gets gets picked on? Eh? Hey, is this is an attack.
2: <laughs> it's, not, it's not an attack. What do you got? What do you got against electricians?
0: Nothing. I'm just. I, I feel attacked myself. That's why i am in, uh, uh-huh. in, in 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 a fighting mood. Fair so we got the the normal ending and that's if you are fulfilled two of the requirements, Pete will be given a plumed helmet, giving uh, becoming a captain of pa- Palutena's guard. So anyone get the normal ending?
1: Which is, Oh,
0: which is Tam, I guess. What ending did you get, Tam? Uh,
1: I got the last ending.
0: Also, oh, oh, very nice. So
1: because I because I used a walkthrough. through.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that works, and uh, the good ending. If you if the players fulfilled three requirements, Palutena will transform Pit into a taller, more muscular angel. So he becomes a nice, good looking young man.
2: Is that the Pit we see in Smash and all that these days? Is that this, No, is that this pit? guy looks
0: like you know more of like a Hercules yeah. sort okay. of figure.
2: <laughs> wow. So okay.
0: yeah, so Palutena has the has the ability to be like, you know what, I need a bit of entertainment. I'm going to make this man really good looking. I'm going to keep him <laughs> around. <laughs> you do you. This
2: may, be, this may seem a quick sorry. Is there okay. an actual official timeline for Kid Icarus games? Like you know how oh, there's always God. Legend of Zelda timelines and everything. Is there a Kid Icarus timeline?
0: Uh we can make one up right now if you want.
2: Okay, go sure. I'm I'm open to hear it.
0: Okay, um well uh Pitt he was born in uh seventeen eighty five and he was a farmer mm. until he said Oh nah mate <laughs> And then he, he went he went to Palatina's house and and she said, hey, mate, have you got the sacred treasures? He's like, oh, yeah, I do actually,
2: yeah. There's three of them. Yeah.
0: Do, do you have 99 or 999 hearts? And she said, or he said, yes, yeah. I've got, I've got him in my bank account. Um, And, yes, that's oh the story gosh. from there. And he cool. became a troop.
1: Good storyline, I believe. Yeah. Oh, I- I seem, but to actually answer your question, Jacko, I think that all <laughs> three Kid Icarus games are basically just the same story. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. As in, the Game Boy game is just a recreation of the first game story, and then Uprising just the exact same thing, but it's much more in-depth because it has voice acting and it's like mm-hmm. a 10-hour game. Oh, probably 10-hour oh, wow. okay. game, but it's a longer game.
2: Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Well, at least they won't be confused fans, I guess. They know what's going on. As opposed to, like, all the Legend of Zelda fans, like, well, if Link died here, then what game is this? If Link Gandalf wins and... Yeah, oh, no, yeah, I, I love
1: it. the... Well, this is the timeline where Link yeah. dies. And... Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Thank you, Kitty Chris, for being nice and simple.
0: <laughs> it's funny being, like, in, like, checking out the Zelda timeline. And it's cool to put all these games together and sort of work out, like, a story. It's fun. But there's just so many, like, opportunities for plot holes and missing things. As like... Don't take it too seriously. Like, you know, when it comes to stuff like Star Wars and whatever, where you can really like, it's all about the story. It's like it's important there and you're sort of working out where the characters sort of fall and what the timeline happens and new Obi-Wan comes in and gets put between episode three and four. You're like, oh, look, does this make sense? Would this character actually have done this? It's fun then. But when it's like Zelda, it's like, calm down. Like, you know, they had no idea what they were doing back in the day and they just put them all together because fans are like, Started speculating things and then they split it off into two timelines and don't know it's just a it's a bit much.
3: Yeah, bit so much. the the best is like in in the Wind Waker, you know how um you know you, they said like the um the birds come from the Zoros, you know oh, yeah and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, then because like of, in, because of climate change yeah. and then in, <laughs> and then in Breath of the Wild they're both there, so it's like. Uh, what's going on? <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, just a Miyamoto moment.
3: Yeah, just oh, <laughs> Yeah, true. Um, yeah.
0: I guess uh, also the best ending, if you're playing Kid Icarus, uh the players fulfilled all the requirements. Palutena would transform Pitt to make him taller and give him a kiss on the cheek. And also in the background, there's like a lot more of like a ceremony going on. There's pillars yeah, there's, there's and cherub, curtains on the side.
1: Cherubs and love hearts and yeah. a whole shebang.
0: Yeah, no, so, you know, you want to get... Yeah, so, yeah, Tamwood, no, he's... a uh, is hardcore gamer number one. He's got the best ending. He used
1: ending. the guides. He used the guides. I used the guides, and I think I think three D classics had save states as well. So yeah, it's true. That's true. Yeah.
0: So you got to see that scene in three D. Like you would have been in for a visual treat. You were like, oh wow. <laughs> well,
1: well, the issue is the issue I've always had with the three Ds. Completely different topic. Is that the stereoscopic three D gives me headaches, so I never use oh, three D okay. effect.
0: That's fair. Yeah, I. I actually i i got along with it pretty well, but I always found that like the 3D slider, if you have it like just on, like the smallest it can be, it just gives it that tiny bit of a little bit of depth.
1: It pops, yeah. Yeah, it, pops a it, bit. it, it
0: makes the screen also that much more sharper. Like it mm. looks better. Yeah, as well. I, yeah. So I always had it like just on. I thought it I thought it looked awesome actually, but um, yeah.
2: yeah. When when I had my 3DS before it got stolen, it was oh. yeah. I always had it on that little bit. Because having it maxed was too much, and I think was there a thing that if you had it max 3D that it drained your battery faster? Was that yes. a thing? Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> right thought, yeah. So, hmm. but yeah,
0: mm. yeah, because yeah, when I first got my 3DS, I played Rayman Three, <clears throat> and my eyes were just spasming. Like, the muscles <laughs> of my eyes were just. Blah, 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 blah. I remember laying in bed. And I'm, I'm still, I'm still holding on to the 3DS, like looking. up, like, whoa, this is. I hope it. I hope it's not like this all the time. But like it, the muscles in your eyes sort of adjust to it, and they get stronger as you keep using it. But <laughs> or maybe I'm just getting close to an aneurysm. I don't know what actually happened.
2: Now you have supervision, you'll be fine.
0: Uh, so yeah, I think um, that's Kid Icarus. I I think overall, I think we enjoyed it for the most part. And little the the bit Sam got up to, you know, he, he enjoyed it for the most part as well. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just like it's it's just a. Going back to NES games, if you don't have nostalgia for them, it's it's harder to sort of yeah. get through and play them, and it, it's like that for a lot of retro stuff. I, I always, I had a friend who I'm like, you got to play Mario sixty four, man, like it's a classic. He's like, oh, looks like shit. I can't play this sixty four controller. I don't like. I'm like, okay,
2: nice graphics.
0: Yeah. yeah, but like I go back to it now, and it's just like it feels like home. But um, it's same for me for other, I guess, older games too, where like. If I had to go to like a PlayStation One game I never played before, I'm like, "Oh, this is hard." Yeah, but yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. I never had an NES. I had the Super Nintendo for that was my first console, mm. so I missed out on the Nintendo Entertainment System. But um, it's a good thing that we do have the Nso. They give us the games, like the, the emulators and whatnot. So it's good. Um, yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah, I've yeah. Don't have to... Um, it's one thing
2: they've done right. And that's about it. <laughs> we could be here all night, but yeah, we're not going <laughs> to. Uh,
0: what I actually do like about it too is like you can play it all um, online. So mm. we could just like watch you play over Switch Online and jump in the mobile phone app and jump on the voice chat like we like everyone does.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Surely there's like
0: <laughs> ten people on the whole service. They look at look, look at their like.
2: Okay. I will have to tell you, oh. I went on Mario Kart Eight Deluxe once, and Do I joined it. an Australian chat, and mm. everyone was actually in the voice chat. I was like, what? Oh really? Okay. People exist in the voice chat. <laughs> it was, but they sound like they all wow. knew each other. I'm like, you guys don't use Discord. They go, nah. They don't use Discord. <laughs> nah. They play use the voice chat and the. So yeah, that was that surprised me. That
3: surprised. I've me. downloaded the app, but I don't think I've ever opened it. I was like, oh, I've got it here just in case. I have no intention of actually using it. I um, <laughs> really
0: I, d- I I downloaded it when the Switch came out. I'm like, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll try it. You know, it's just easier because you know people will be playing the game. And they jump in until then. Like, I jumped into a voice chat. I locks my phone and it just shut it off. I'm like, oh, you've got to keep your screen on while you're talking. I, and they did, they yeah. did, um, they did patch that so you can lock your phone. I'm like, you got to be That's kidding, cool. like. Anyway, this isn't a, a rant about Nintendo <laughs> Switch Online. Be like, a Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, boy, I like it. But yeah. Anyway, sorry. Oh no, no, I was gonna say, boys, thank you very much for for joining me here today. This was, uh, I think, this went well. What, what did you guys think of the first game gathering here at the house, of Mario?
2: Good. Um, I'm
3: excited for the next game. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. I really. Uh, it was. It was good to hear your guys' perspectives on it, and yeah, you know, how you guys enjoyed it. And,
1: mm-hmm.
3: You know, like. To, it actually makes you go, oh, maybe I should, you know, try to finish it there, you know, like, like the conscience has come in, yeah, <laughs> you know, like yeah, you guys are saying, I'm like, oh, maybe I, you know, but that's, you know, that's gaming for you, and I think it happens yeah. a lot, you know, you oh, hear, yeah, definitely, you it it you hear people talk about, it and you go, geez, maybe, you know maybe I should and then I'll, I'll play it for five minutes and be like, no, no, I remember why I stopped. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it was like, it's good, yeah, it was good to hear other people's perspectives on games and see how, and their experiences and and that. So, that, yeah, it was, it's been good.
0: Excellent. Yeah. And we have to, we have to work out what the next game's going to be because um, when we get into like a bit more of a swing of things and all that, we'll work it away how we can all vote on games and put our input in. Um, mm. But, I think um, definitely Kid Icarus, has, uh, Kid Icarus Uprising has to be one eventually. I would love to have an excuse to replay that game and see what some new eyes to the game involve too, but it's also something you guys have to track down in that. So yeah. if you guys are interested, that's a bit more of an investment rather than just with your online membership. But I'm
2: downloading Uprising emulator ROM right now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you
1: can emulate a stand, but
3: Damn. that's okay. No, yeah. <laughs> if you were to buy it, would you need to buy it with the stand if you bought it off eBay, like the game?
0: Nah, no, nah, you'll be right. It's just... um.
3: Well, if if you're
1: yeah. playing it with an OG 3DS maybe, but I think even with a... When the 3DS start to, started to get larger, I think it was a bit easier to
3: hold. Yeah, I've got yeah. a new 3DS XL. That's what I've got. Yeah. So. Nice. The only
0: thing is, uh, I'll just show you, this isn't great for audio listeners, but... Holding up, my th- holding up a 3DS like you're just like you know you're holding it's it with shiny. one one hand and then you're going like that to aim. So it's like oh, you know, eventually, really? eventually that gets a bit a bit sore, you know. Just,
2: That's weird that oh. I even thought that was a good idea. Like that is so yeah.
1: Because you're, you're use it's sort of yeah, controlling the camera. the camera as well. Yeah, so you're yeah, flicking yeah, yeah. to change your perspective while you go. Yeah. Do you use the buttons on the side at all then? ABXY? Do they ever get used? No,
0: no. It's just um, I think shoot is just the L button and move around and that is so weird. Cut from what I remember anyway I can't that right.
2: is so weird like I feel like if the Kid Icarus game like the Uprising wasn't like that there'd probably be a lot more representation I feel like yeah, I having those controls for those who were not seeing that it was just holding a pen on the touch screen like that but that throws people off like what if people lose their stylus and like, oh, they have uh. they
0: use their tongue <laughs> <laughs> <they're>, it's
2: probably <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a speed run where someone has used their tongue <laughs> Just... Could
3: you imagine the people that were waiting for a sequel to Kid Icarus for, like, oh, 20 and that, years, and they're, like, yeah. they hear that there's a sequel coming to 3DS, like, you beauty, and then find out it's a, um <laughs> on-rails shooter. <laughs> <laughs> it's an on-rails
1: shooter slash 3D action game that you, use <laughs> a, you have to have a stand for your 3DS to play.
0: Yeah. <laughs> or tongue. It is, or tongue. It, um, it is just weird how... The, the game, from a control point of view, was you know that sort of troubling to Nintendo that they said, "All right, you're gonna to have to yeah. bundle this with a bit of plastic." Like that's a big investment <laughs> to put along with their game for no extra cost as well. Yeah. So weird. Yeah. So what do you reckon for the next one, guys? Do you want to do another classic game that we all have access to, or do you want yeah. to you want to pick something else? Or yeah, I so- was
2: gonna say like because Kid is was a good start because it's a game or end series that people don't haven't heard of or haven't played themselves. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like you want to go for shorter games to start off with, maybe? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, I was thinking Banja Kazooie, but Banja Kazooie could take a while. What,
1: what about something like Star Tropics or Ooh. Star What Now Who?
3: Star
0: Tropics. <laughs> <laughs> that could be cool. Yeah. And that's on the service,
1: is it? Is that yep. It? I think it is,
3: yeah. isn't it? Oh. I know it's on the NES Classic.
0: Um, I was going to check mine, but I'm already in a game of Final yeah, Fantasy Warriors. It, so it I might not be it. on it yet. I don't
2: know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll have a quick look. But um, uh, yeah, I don't think of any other games. i um, this thing because when I played when I to super Nintendo, I didn't have that many games. I remember having international cricket. That was a game. That was so much fun. Super international cricket. Um, we'll Mario do we'll do that.
0: We'll do international cricket.
2: <laughs> oh, Star Tropics. There we go. Star Tropics is on the NES. Yeah. What the hell is Star Tropics
0: though? So we could do. We so, could do <laughs> what the
2: hell is that? <laughs> Tropics,
1: Star Tropics is a Zelda like game on the NES that only released in America. Ah, uh, okay. Developed by Nintendo. Right.
0: Did it come out in Japan?
1: No. Oh. Well,
0: that as, um, could be an interesting as, one. Let's try that then. What do you
3: reckon, yeah. guys? Yeah.
2: Sure. Yeah. I was just going to make a recommendation in the future Excite Bike. I've never played Excite Bike. I wonder if anyone has. Yeah, that yeah. sounds like a good it's, one as well. It's
1: good though. It's very much. I don't know how Repetuous. much you'd know, um, be able to talk yeah. about it because it's, yeah, a, that's it's a very no, early arcade <laughs> <I'm> game. I'm <laughs> do yeah, so I might do that yeah. by myself actually. Excitebike <laughs> '64. I used
3: to love it's that. Excitebike
1: '64. Or how pu- oh. Punch Out's always a good one. Yeah.
0: You
3: punch Out. Because... No, this
0: is
2: Star
3: Trek. Star Trek sounds looks good.
0: Yeah, let's try Star Trek. Because I haven't played it myself either, so that'll be fun. It's yeah. a very.
3: I oh, oh, quite. I have played it a while ago. Was... I played. off oh,
0: I probably dabbled in it, but yeah, I
3: haven't well, it. on the Wii U virtual console. But mm. yeah, that's a, it's a very good game. I think it holds up still pretty well as well.
0: All right, cool. Okay. All right. Decisions made. Thanks for the suggestion, Tam. We'll do Star Tropics for the <laughs> next one. So yeah, we'll set a date. And like going forward, I think like we'll we'll come up with a way to like, you know, put put in our suggestions, do like vote um what we want and for games that might require like a bit more time, have like a two month lead, so it's not just like all right, one month you've got forty hours to play or whatever. You know, if it's a if it's say like a no
1: play Chronicles Definitive Edition yeah. next month, get it
0: done. Yeah, fucking get on it, Sam. So I'm having a kid this month. I don't care, mate. Because <laughs> like um, one I really want to sort of get into is Hollow Knight. I sort of put that game off and off and off and off. I want to play that one, but that's a long game. So I don't know. Am I allowed to say that we can do that game next? We set that. Yeah. Yep. That's that's a Yikes from Wacko Jacko. What do you what's uh, what's going on there? Not interested?
2: I was thinking you'd be more focused on the retro games, but I guess yeah, that Hollow Knight could work.
0: Well it can, it can be whatever game. It could be um, yeah, true. it could be Grand Theft Auto Six. It know? could be Lego Races
2: <laughs> and not Lego Races two, because that game was horrendous. Let's not talk about it. LEGO Races on on the pace hey, or sixty four. Oh, yeah, good luck with it. Uh, I, I don't on PC to be honest so.
3: <laughs> Hell, how
0: how long's Hollow Knight? Um not sure. I think it's anywhere from like twenty to forty hours. It's how long, long is hollow? Knight? But the thing is too the thing is too, like you don't we don't have to finish these games. If you like get to no, a point where you're like it's too long.
1: You just go Sam and <laughs> get to the third level and stop, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's um twenty five hours according to how long to beat. Okay the main story. Yeah. Oh, that's not, so I think I was looking at that.
0: like hundred percent, which is not gonna happen from Drew, but
3: <laughs> Yeah, hundred percent is sixty hours. Mm. So. Yeah, I always go on to how long to beat, and then I add like 10 hours because I have <laughs> <I would> never
0: <laughs> You're not wrong. I'm the same. I remember
3: <laughs> I was playing one game, and it said 10 hours, and I was like, i have been playing for like 10 hours. I wasn't even out of the first part yet. I'm like, what are they talking about? What's <laughs> the tutorial person- level? <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, I think like all like the really like good players go to that. It's like, oh, look, I've played it three times, and like it – the first time it took me twenty, but I beat it in ten. So you know, surely you can beat it in ten too. The first go. <laughs> no, all right. So Star Tropics next month, and um, yeah, we'll organise a bit more on the Discord and see where we're going from there. But yeah, I think um yeah, we'll have the uh, classic games. I think that's always a really uh, good point to go into. Get in, get some like Nintendo history, it's accessible to most of us. Usually shorter. Um, but yeah, I'd like to touch on all types of games and. All that too, but yeah, cool.
2: Look at. All
0: right, boys. Thank you very much for coming over. But uh, guess what? Doors are closed. It's time to get out of here. Uh-huh. <laughs> Catch you later, guys. I don't think we're in our own house. <laughs> so. so
2: yeah, off feed us then.
0: Encore at the house of Mario. The after-party Nintendo podcast is lovingly crafted and recorded in the southeast of South Australia. The show is produced and hosted by me, Drew Agnew. If you enjoy my work here and on my other podcasts, The House of Mario, A Drew Story, and Kraken Furfies, help spread the word by sharing us with a mate or leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you would like the show further support and help me achieve my goal of freeing up one working day a week, to help spend more time refining and creating podcasts please consider checking out patreon.com idruby where for only one dollar you get access to my secret recordings where i share everything behind the scenes a big thank you to the legend dj for supporting the content at the podcast producer level on patreon from the bottom of my heart thank you